You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. Getting closer to the main event of Fight Night, Islam Makachev taking on Bobby Green. Islam minus 900, Bobby Green at plus 660. Tonight's co-main, Wellington Terman, what a name, plus 108, taking on Misha Serkinov at minus 130. We're breaking that down and everything else fighting. Brendan Tobin, Jake Galley, I am Sean Levine. Welcome back into Tapped Out here on the BetQL Network. Uh, speaking of fighting, I saw you had in studio down in Miami with you earlier this week. Kevin Lee previewing his Eagle FC fight. And I was asking you, how much is he getting paid? And you said, I don't know, but I know how he's getting paid. What does that mean? He's a big crypto guy, uh, which mm. I noticed because he changed his, uh, his. Uh, you know this these days, John, by if somebody has a cartoon character as their avatar for something. Sure. Like, oh, he's a big crypto guy. And he is. So he's getting paid. He's doing his entire uh, purse in Bitcoin. That is how Eagle FC has decided to pay him. And he is, I mean, he's all in. He's like, he's not even like one of these that like likes to pump and dump. Like he doesn't want to like day trade. He's like, I believe in, you know, non-centric currency. That's how I think the world should be. You know, he just got fresh off a Kanye concert too at Lone Depot Park. So he's very uh, inspired what he was saying this, but he's all in on the whole crypto thing. And, you know, that, I mean, that's that, you know, it's got a big tie into the, uh, into the mixed martial arts game with it being the the sponsor of the ring walkout stuff and all that type of uh, of deal and i mean I, I can't even tell you like the amount of crypto schemes that are going on right now in miami it's the new cocaine down here like that's kind of what we go in like we went cocaine real estate and now it's crypto here's the thing though my buddy pulls up in a brand new mustang at our basketball game every single sunday and swears that he got it just on crypto and that he barely had to invest anything my problem is this and I'll admit, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. I've never had somebody explain it to me where by the end of it, it feels like they weren't just talking in circles where I'm questioning if they even understand what they said. That's the problem. If somebody can explain it to me, it looks like Jake is ready to. Jake, please take the mic if that's what you're going to do. No, I'm one of the people who talks in circles. Uh, I won't try and explain it to you, but I will point Thank out because I, I saw this in the news and it shocked me. Well, it didn't really shock me, that, but it's surprising De'Aaron Fox apparently ran like a rug pull scheme, like with his NFT, like put up an NFT, had people invest in it and then was like, nah, money's mine. The NFT, I'd folded. That money's mine. So De'Aaron Fox, one of the people who is, uh, who is trying to take advantage of the NFT community. But interestingly enough, Islam Makachev also heavily involved in NFTs. I'm not sure what it's called, but I know that he has Saitama. Maybe his is called. I'm not sure. Dashcoin. Yeah, <laughs> smash, you, it, smash coin, yeah. 
If you missed our talk earlier today with Islam Makachev, you're going to want to check that out on the podcast. Should have, uh, We're going to... You should have known about De'Aaron Fox. He's swipe of the fox. You guys remember? I mean, like, you guys, you know about swiping, no swiping? Dora the Explorer, he was always up to no good. It's yes, on the wall. I'm very familiar with the workings of swipe or no swiping. I mean, I do have nieces and nephews. Thank you for bringing that up on a fight show. BetQL Network tapped out. Brendan Tobin, Jake Galley, Sean Levine. Speaking of fight, are you going to fight me if I told you that? So now we know Canelo, he has something lined up for May 5th. It's going to be another easy fight for Canelo. Are you going to fight me? Nah, I'm bummed it's this one too. Like he had so many options and it was, you know, I wanted to fight Charlo. I was into that. I wanted to fight Jamal Charlo. I thought that was the most exciting, closest fight. This Dimitri Bivol, Dimitri Bivol hasn't been an exciting fighter for like four years. I'm not into it. I know it's going to probably lead to him fighting Triple G again, but honestly, like I've been there and done that with the Triple G thing. Like I want some new blood for Canelo. I love that. I love the guy just going in there wrecking all these young fools coming for his stuff. And, you know, it's I guess he's going to win another belt in a weight class when he beats Bivol, but I'm I'm a little bit down on this was the pick that he made. It feels like the Triple G trilogy is going to be there for at least another year, maybe two. So it's kind of the same thing we run into in the UFC with Nate and Connor, which is how many fights can you kind of stuff in there before we get to this? And these guys kind of start to call it the end of a career. You're going to fight me if I told you that Islam is going to end up better than Khabib. And look, earlier today when we brought on Manpreet, he sounded like he was very high on that actually happening. Um, I'm going to fight you on that because better than Khabib. Will he have a longer run than Khabib? I think is interesting. Um, I think Khabib took out maybe the 155 division when it was at its best. I don't know if it's that right now. Um, so I, I think that it'll be interesting thing to kind of look back on and see who you think had the better strength schedule, but he seems, I think more to me, like a guy who's, who's willing to be in the UFC for, if he gets the belt by the end of the year, he'll, he'll try and hang on to that for a longer time than Habib, who seemed like he was at his best before it was all, all said and done. And he's like, all right, I'm done. That's it. I think it's just as good. It might not be better, but I, I actually think it's just as good. I mean, think about it. You've got Benil, who hasn't lost in a long time. Yeah, he's injured. you got Gaethje, who's red hot. The only person that's beat him is Khabib. Charles Oliveira, late in his career, has turned into a guy that looks absolutely unbeatable. Who knows what happens with Poirier? Who knows what happens with McGregor? Like To me, there's just for, – for Islam, if and Please. when he takes the – the, the big thing is he needs a Connor, right? Like that's that's the thing that made Habib a star is he sure. had a Connor. I know Connor wasn't maybe the best of of competition. We want to say like he wasn't at his best because he was coming off the Floyd Mayweather fight and all that, but that still made Habib a superstar. And I don't know where is that fight for for Islam. I don't I, unless unless Connor decides now that would be something. What if Connor's comeback fight is against Islam? That would be huge. That, that would be a storyline. What about Justin Gaethje? You don't think Justin Gaethje's a superstar right now? Not a superstar. He's a great fighter, but like Gaethje, Gaethje's a Gaethje's a real one. Like he's not gonna go and talk a lot of smack and throw a, a, a dolly at a bus. You know, he's gonna he's gonna show up on fight night. It's gonna be a fun fight. You need a real adversary, like real bad blood. That Connor fight for Habib was a was a legacy changer in a lot of ways. And so I think that that would be something. If like if I was Islam. Somehow I try and make that happen, even if like, oh, I don't want to fight Connor. Wink, wink. I would make that happen for my legacy because I know that would make me a big deal. That would make me a star. In the words of DC to John Jones, boy, Brendan, I'm glad they're keeping us in separate rooms. You're gonna fight me if I said that uh, Khabib 
Well, okay. So Khabib said that Gegard Mousasi is the most underrated fighter in the UFC. Are you going to fight me if I say that's actually Calvin Cater, friend of the show? Ah, uh, the most underrated fighter in, in mixed martial arts because because uh, Musasi's in, in Bellator. He's, yeah, yeah. He's, I'm sorry. In, in all of mixed martial arts, he smashed Vanderford. Yes, I mean that. That I mean, poor yeah, Mister Van Zant. He got. I mean, he got dealt with. Um, no, I'm not going to fight you. I would say I, I'm not going to fight you on that. I think that uh, Gegard Musasi is probably. It, it's kind of weird. Like he is so good. It's not like Gegard Musasi was like on some losing streak. UFC was just kind of like, yeah, he's boring. See ya. We're good. It was the same thing with Ryan Bader. And he seems to be fine and honestly seems to be more dominant in Bellator. It's a very, it's a weird, it's weird how those marriages have worked where they've gone over to Bellator and they have been finishing more people. Obviously the competition isn't as good over at Bellator, but I think it's weird how it's kind of made their careers, maybe in the eyes of the pure MMA fan or the MMA hardcore fan, a little bit more beloved than it was over in the UFC. Bader's longevity has really surprised me only since you brought him up. Like, I mean, he was the champ champ one, two, three, four years ago. I mean, we're mm-hmm. talking about now so some real staying power for Ryan Bader. Um, let's see. Uh, Conor McGregor was asked about Patty Pimblett, and he said, you never know. You're going to fight me if I say that one day we are going to see Conor versus Patty. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I'm going to fight you on that. We're not going to see that. Patty Pimblett's got to, he's going to kick rocks, dude. Look at all the, the, the fights that we've mentioned. He's going to fight Patty Pimblett. What are we talking about? All right, fair enough. He's that like, he's not even, weird. he's not, he's like, he's like, he's like, you know, you said, what did you say? UK Sean O'Malley. All right. Can you win three fights? Then we'll talk about him fighting Connor. No, I mean, think about enough. all the oh, Masvidal, Chandler, Diaz, Poirier, Makachev, Patty Pimblett. Get the hell it out is of a, here. It is a little Sesame Street. Which one of these is not like the other? Which one of these just doesn't belong? I think that Patty Pimblett uh, just doesn't belong. Let's move on to our best bets for tonight. Of course, BT, you got Islam Makachev taking on Bobby King Green. I, I don't have a big enough pair to play Bobby Green. I really mm. don't. I want to, and I might put down a few bucks on him to win the fight. Maybe it goes the distance, something like that. But I also am wise enough to not play a minus 900 Islam Makachev. So I'll go ahead and play the round, and I'll say Islam in round three at five to one. You know, I like I like Makachev too. I don't have the stones to take Bobby Green. I'm with you. But I like, I like Makachev by points. I think that Bobby Green is durable. He's not a guy who gets finished. I think he's here to 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 stay. I think that he's go he's got a, enough of a well-rounded skill set that he can make it through. I'm with you guys. I don't think that I don't think that Makachev is going to find his way. I don't think he's going to find the finish tonight. I think that Bobby Green's going to come out of this uh just going the distance, but 
Uh, I think Islam plus 340 if you get him on points tonight. And I think that speaks to me a lot more so than, uh, you know, any of the other numbers you get to him at. Yeah, I guys, I'm actually gonna have to disagree with you here, BT. Uh, I think so. It's a little bit. I agree. I think the safer play at this point is to put it on points and hope that Bobby Green is competitive enough. However, the way that I see this fight playing out is like the typical slow, methodical Islam. We're just and I just. We, we just haven't seen from Bobby Green that he know And like we when we talked to Islam, he mentioned it like, I'm going to show him this isn't just boxing. This is MMA. So the question is, how soon can he get him down for if you're, if you're looking to take a submission? You probably are going to have to pick around. Uh, FanDuel does have a boost right now, plus 250 for submission in round one or two uh, for Islam. I like that. I also they they messed up over FanDuel. They had so Islam by round one submission was something like plus 290, or, or it was plus 410, excuse me, when I looked at it. And then they had another option, submission and round one. So anyone by submission in round one, plus 490. So literally, you get protection against Bobby Green by submission, and it's better odds. They fixed it later in the week. It's not available, but I'm just giving myself a pat on the back. For finding the the gap in the armor there, dude, I'll it. pay you. Don't even worry about your whatever site you bet just on. If that happens, and Bo- I'm just saying, if Bobby Green submits Islam in round one, don't worry about whatever site you're betting on paying you. <laughs> I'll pay you. Just send me your Venmo. That's not going to happen. That's ridiculous. And that's also the show. Thank you to all of our guests that came on today. We brought on Manpreet Joss. He's the host of the podcast Lock of the Night. Follow him on Twitter at M-M-A-L-O-T-N. We also brought on the guy we've been talking about for the last two hours. Islam Makachev joined the show. He's coming in at a minus 900 taking on King Bobby Green. The comeback on Bobby is plus 660. Next week, UFC 272. And we'll be here to talk about it for Brendan Tobin and Jake Galley. I am Sean Levine. Enjoy the fights. And now you're tapped out on the Bet QL Network.